welcome to This Versus That, Making Wedding Decisions with Kelly McWilliams. This podcast is for you if you're making a wedding decision and want to know what to consider before saying I do to all the things that will make your wedding experience a great one. I'm your host, Kelly McWilliams, and I'm so glad to be a part of your wedding planning journey. In each episode, you can count on me and my expert wedding co-hosts to give you everything it takes to make the best decisions for the wedding that you're dreaming of. Hey, so, okay, so this is an exciting episode because this is like behind the scenes, behind the scenes. So earlier you heard me talk about Coded Agency, who is like the public relations end of, you know, why we're getting to do this. And they also represent um, Melange de Blanc. So Melange de Blanc is, gosh, it's so hard to explain really when you think about it. Okay, so I'm not going to, but just because it's coming up in this episode. But just let me say, it is so exciting in here. Like, it's just the hustle and bustle of New York and there's wedding dresses going by and designers and all of the people and the buyers. And it's just like you would imagine on television. And it's incredibly exciting. Also incredibly noisy. So it's it's actually not that noisy in here. It's just the microphones pick up every little sound. So bear with us as we go through this. But I love the insight you're going to get into this and how it came to be. I just found it such a fun interview. Um, so here's Kimberly from Melange de Blanc. I'm so excited you're here. Well, thanks for having us. Oh, no, it's so <laughs> exciting. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I just found out as we were talking before that we have led a double life. <laughs> we do. <laughs> or the same life. Yes. In, in different periods of the late, mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and here we are now. And we didn't know each other, guys, just so you know. I feel like we did. Yeah, but I feel like we did. You're absolutely right. So the people watching or listening to the show more than likely do not know what Melange de Blanc is. Okay. So can you give us, you know, like the lowdown on what it is, how it came to be, and what it means now? Yes. So my business partner, Christina, um, have a consulting company, and we wrap a bunch of different bridal designers. So... During COVID, the world shut down. Right. So we had all these designers that had these brand new collections that they've obviously spent a lot of money on making. And then we had stores that were still open. And then we had stores that weren't. So we kind of were like, well, maybe we can do a mini market, just, you know, show and the new collections, give them their shot because they deserve it. So we decided to do a little one in California. We rented out this little boutique hotel. And then because of the industry, I've done it for about 18 or 19 years, Christina as well. And we had people like Amsal and other designers that we knew really well, like we want to be a part of it. And I was like, oh, you know, so again, we did these small little pop-up markets and we went to another city and another city. And it really just became a very curated market. And we just, again, we're really into community. And so we just like, what can we do to help the stores? What can we do to help our, like our designers? And so... Um, it's, it's definitely grown. We did not expect it to be like this. And the one thing, after talking to so many stores and designers, is what is the biggest thing and they want convenience. So we found the biggest building we could find in New York City. We now have three floors. I think it's about fifty or 60,000 square feet. And we have 66 designers. And we partner with Union Square Couture, which is about 20-something. So there's like 80-something designers in here. Because, again, back in the day, we had... Um, the peers and they were all just yeah. get there. They would stay there for days and it was convenient. Kind of like ch- how Chicago does it. Everything is in one home. They don't have to go in a cab ride. They're not rushing. They enjoy it more. So that's kind of how it's become what it has. But essentially it's just a 
it started out as a pop-up bridal trade show that just has gotten bigger and we've been asked to go international. So it's really kind of taken a toll, which again, we do have our other companies. So it's kind of hard to be host and sales sometimes. So we do our very best and we just really appreciate the support in the industry. And like, we've made so many like really good friends and it's just like, I cannot say enough partnership and community is huge for us. Mm -hmm. And like, I could literally get emotional because it's like, we have had so much of it and it's just been really nice to see. Like there are some really good people. We're doing the same thing together. So let's do it together. There's no, I'm not good with competition. Clearly, I want to be everyone's friend. And I'm sure there's some positives and negatives to that as well. But it's just been like really nice to see it grow and organically. It's been it's been fun. Labor of love. The fact that this just started in 2020 and is this huge. Thanks. Is beyond me. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, uh, I have not seen all 80 of these designers. There's a lot of us. (laughs) I've seen the ones on this floor. Oh, yeah. Come upstairs. Um, but it was, like, I was so amazed, and they were all so excited. You know, look, I was watching people come through, all the buyers come through, and um, and they would just light up some t- every time someone walked into their booth. So you, the, It's the, very the, family-oriented. That sounds a little crazy, but it's, some of these people I've known, I've tell. seen them have babies. They've gone, like, we've just grown up together in a way, and even mm-hmm. the newbies, it's like, those are the ones that we love. We always root for the little guy, just always, and we're just like... We just want to help support. Like, okay, you have a new store. Don't overbuy. How many designers? We would, I say, stay small, but buy heavy. Like, really invest because you never know. And this is all due respect. You never know how long a designer is going to be around, how long a store is going to be around. But we want to help support them to stay around. And that's the whole point. So it's really been nice to, like, connect stores. Like, you actually would get along with this store. Like, don't use this competition. Use it as help and guidance and kind of having a mentor in the bridal industry. And it's really worked well. It was... um I will say I was I was so surprised as I walked through and I was talking to everyone and so many of them were like this is my first time like you could oh, tell I love them <laughs> they were you could tell like, that they were help? just so nervous but so excited and me as someone who's been in the industry for over twenty years mm-hmm. to see these people who are very new at this with incredible dresses like mm-hmm. I am beyond flabbergasted what I will and I've only seen one floor we definitely I I know we already said it but we root for the little guys we really do because there you never know what gold mine like seriously they come they want to come to the states we have kind of a different bride for sure we have different we have again we're usually bigger here you know so it's fun to like kind of go through the production process too and they just ask a lot of questions and like even if we work with them on our coterie side or we don't, like we just want a mentor and just help them. I'm hitting my hand, sorry. It's okay. Help them, you know, grow here because there's a lot of room. I mean, I know some stores were like, Kim, please stop talking because like they only have so much room and they only have such a, like it's such a big budget. Yeah. And that's the one thing this year. A lot of people usually come in with just wanting newness, but they're like, no, we need to invest in what we have. Like we need to like, there's just so many designers out there, but you also like, there's some, there's like just like a diamond in the rough kind of thing. Like, you know, they, they, look they so are good. definitely in here. They are yes, definitely I'm going to say her here. name wrong, but like, I'm going to say her name wrong because I don't want to say it. Wait, Lou Fresno. Is that what it, Her she, stuff is cute. Oh my that gosh. That little weave dress. I'm like, I yes. love a personal. Do you know her. what is so funny? See, this is me. I was saying, we person, are. I love her because stuff. I, I stopped in there yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like, what is going on? There are no seams in that dress. It's beautiful. I was dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And I, I was talking to her. I said, I need you to come to the podcast. And the look of fear on her face yes. was like, Listen, that just like me. we've been talking for the last 10 minutes, it's the same thing except yeah. that happens to be a microphone sitting yeah. on the table. Yeah. So she came over 
And then I went back over there and I took video. I put it on Instagram. Like, Her I was, cute. it is so good. And different. Yes. Because I always say, like, what can you really do with that much white or ivory or fabrics? But it's, I mean, designers are there for a reason. They're amazing yeah. at what they do. And there's definitely been more and more. Like, we're kind of going back to that classic Basque waist, like, I don't know, architectural, like, ruching in. It's just really been nice, again, because it goes back, same thing. I did this years ago, and I'm, I feel like I'm back there selling it again. Did, did, what did you do years ago? So I started at Priscilla Boston. So that was literally oh, yeah. a long time ago. And then, again, names to say or not, at the time, myself and Haley Page launched Haley Page together. Um, and I just adore her and her family are, like, my I favorite people. I think I so was sweet. at her first show. Well, I was there. She's See? there. And our, oh, our she's got the best family. Comes. They have. Mm-hmm. Was and that then the one that had the striped dress? Um, which one? I know she wanted to do leather for a while. There was one no. named Kiki that was for me. It was, was a cute little dress. Oh. She's the best. She's so, got her new life. I know she mm-hmm. does. I'm proud her of her. Her shoes. Yep. Her fancy shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of her. But no, and then after that was Monique Lillier, and I've just kind of done a bunch of different designers from there. And that's where Christina's husband's in the military, and she travels every three years. Oh. I was sick of living in New York and L.A. It was, I was mm-hmm. gone every weekend, and I was like, this is just not like... We're tired, and we go to Nordstrom Trunk Shows. I'm like, oh, I've sold Monique Lillet. Oh, I've sold Haley. Oh, I've sold this. And it's like, there's something here. Like, we can help more than one person. Yeah. There's, yeah. like, that much to give. And so we kind of did it. We're like, well, we, no one will like us. I don't know. So, And it was kind of fun. And Anna Care, we had some designers that we, like, wanted so bad. And it's been really, like, fun to see designers come. And, like, we do whatever we can for them. And then with Melange, too, it's just really become a huge community. Like, I literally could get – I get so choked up because it's like I'm just so, like – I didn't expect this. And it's like, we're so honored, but we also just like, we just want to give back so much more. And that's our biggest problem is we don't say no. We don't know how. We just were like, actually care that much. Yes. And it's like, I want to help you. I love your stuff. Here's the thing. This is why I hate podcasts and love podcasts because if everyone could see your face like right now, I'm an emotional mess always. No, but you're not. I mean, like, you don't have tears rolling down your face, but I can see the actual joy and passion. Like, you have so much heart in this. The question I want to ask the most, I think, is, how does Melange de Blanc, in the end, help brides with so their dresses? It's kind of a twofold question because Melange really, like, we do um, a lot of smaller markets, more curated. So we do one in Palm Springs um, at the Colony, or Palm Beach, sorry, in the that Colony. The and people love it. And it is great because people come, they relax. You'll look over and like seven designers sitting chatting that they would never do that. Mm-hmm. And the stores talk and same thing. I said, well, bring the little guys, we'll introduce them. It's more of like an intimate kind of event it's not a bridal market they come there for almost like a mini retreat vacation Mm -hmm. and side note they usually buy more because they're just having so much fun and they can literally sit with a designer and talk it through they're not rushing and looking at the clock i gotta go here i gotta go here like they just enjoy salon owners yes it's so it's just a it's so that's different than new york that's why i say it so like new york it's great because again we found one pretty large building and for them and they're not in a cab every day i mean there's always going to be like the moniques and the designers that do have their own of course, and there's no district. We love that, you know. So, but at the end of the day, some people come here and they can knock F so much more out in such yeah. a little time. And they yeah. can walk by and they can see things that they didn't even know of. And a lot of people come here and they're like, I didn't even have appointments, but I got how many stores? Like, thank you. And we love to walk stores we're like, okay, come with us and we'll walk them literally to another designer that we don't even work with because I'm like, you would do really well with this guy. Like, I think you guys would pair well. And it's like, it's just, I know I keep saying it, but it really is a community. And people, you get to talk. Everyone is so open to talking here. There's a lot of cultures here. We have people from Italy, from Israel, from, I mean, all from over. Israel. I spoke with um, Tal. She's the best. Talkadim. She's so sweet. There's a, there's a couple up there. Um, from uh, Lavanya. Yes. Studio Lavanya. Yep. Give it. 
Okay, forgive me. I'm going to go no, find but it. They're just so sweet. But again, yeah, they have an ama- they have an amazing. I mean, there are countless like they are who to beat when it comes to plus size. Their stuff is yeah. and it fits well. I mean, I saw it. It was beautiful. It really, and they're just. I mean, everyone's like they're just good people. Like it's fun to work with good people, mm-hmm. and we and it's. It's fun to see here because they just talk to each other. Like, no one is too snooty. No one is too above the other one. It's just, and there are so many different price points here. So you can really come and opening price point. We have counts of up to $30,000 retail. I mean, it's such a gauge. And we really try, like, with the flooring is to do this floor. So that kind of store will stay here. And then the next store is, like, we do the open price point mid-trendy. And then we kind of do couture. And we try to do it that. But then some designers are like, I want to be up there. And so we just want to make sure everyone's happy as yeah. well. But we do try to make it make sense for the stores. That makes sense. And that for the designers. Sense. So in essence, what happens here is the designers come to you mm-hmm. or you go to maybe you we guys go, find some. Vice do you versa. Them? We have some. Like we are already almost sold out for our next market because they already oh want gosh. to be there. It's it's. Again, I, there's no complaints. I cannot think Everyone loves it. Okay. It's been really great. So they come to you, and they're like, we really want to be a melange. And then the bridal salon owners from all over the world, they come here. Or is it mostly American salon owners? Um, it started with because of COVID, but they, we've had a, we have a huge international presence this season. It's okay. just because I think COVID. Yeah. We have people from all over. Like, they usually send a sales rep, or, like, they'll even hire... Like, we'll find somebody that, like, we call them an old hand that's done bridal forever and decided to have a baby and mm-hmm. is home and they want to get back. So we've been able to hire a lot of those old school sales reps that are able to help them because they can't uh, come. And they do a lot of tr- virtual training just to get comfortable the line. Mm-hmm. And then they are their person on the okay. ground. But they're really, we have a huge international presence this year. Okay. Both stores and centers. So in the end, the all of the dresses that end up in the shops that mm-hmm. our listeners are going to, there's a good possibility that for these newer designers, the the salon owner came here and found, and found of course, the, that designer mm-hmm. or that dress. Mm-hmm. And do you have any idea, um, typically when a salon owner comes in to find dresses and they go to one of these boutiques, do they usually, like... Is it that they buy into the line or they're like, I want this dress in my shop? Oh, no, they have to. Most designers have minimums. Okay. Um, And that's, again, going back to COVID, that was one of the big things. And I think why this took off as much as it did. I've said it before, but we're into partnerships. So a lot of designers, I mean, again, it's expensive to have a collection. They Mm do numerous, like, fittings. I mean, it's not cheap. So for them to make any kind of money on this first season, like, they ask for at least five or six. I think it's pretty standard for an opening buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually per season, some designers have, like, a 10-year minimum. Or, like, they all have their oh, minimum. Wow. So they don't handpick like that. Mm-hmm. But they, I think they want to. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of designers are really good about letting to loan them samples. Like, really bulk them up, get them comfortable with the line, and then say, fine, buy a couple now, get the territory, and then come back and we'll fill you in with what we know that you will invest in. And you'll actually make money on it. So, because a lot of people that are new, I mean, this is probably the one bad thing, is they come in and they're just so overwhelmed. Like, they, they buy personally like I would wear that I love that yeah and then that's not their bride and they're like oh my gosh in the end but then the next market let me tell you they bind it up and they know they know and a lot of designers come in with exactly what they need they're looking for this price point this style um we need like plus I mean plus size this season it's just getting bigger and bigger that is a that makes me so yeah yes and it's funny to like not funny to me like that but like a lot of our designers and ones that we talked to that we don't even work with are like what do we design? And they're telling me, like, honestly, Kim, the girl that is plus size, that is a 26, 28, 30, she knows she's plus size. Give her what she wants, what everyone else has. She's not different. And she's not. Yeah. And the girl that's, like, that 14, 16, like, still kind of think that they're not plus size, but they're in bridal, they're plus size. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that little gauge in there harder to sell. 
But it's like, how do we design into it? Like, you design like you would any dress and just make it a bigger size. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You know? So, and those are the ones that are doing well, but plus size is definitely coming. We have a lot of bridal stores that are just plus size only. And oh, yeah. It's like when a girl can fit in a dress and she's finally comfortable and she's not hiding the back. She's so uncomfortable to go out in the room because these size twos are flaunting themselves. Like mm-hmm. she's going to have that same moment they get, they get and she, they deserve it. So, and you know, you hear so often, um, pretty pair bride. I follow on Instagram. I've known her for years that you hear like the horse. And to me, it's a horror story that these girls, all they can do is hold a dress up in front of them. Yeah. And, and imagine because it because they can't put it on, you know, they sell it in a larger size, but it's not there in the shop. And to take that experience away from a bride, like, yeah. it breaks my heart. Yeah. So it makes me so happy when I walk around here and I see yeah. that they're actually here. And they're, and they're genuinely happy. Yeah. Like, those are when I see, like, I, again, I've done this for a long time, but I used to see genuine tears in, like, the moment, like, oh, the husband's going to see it later. Then it became mm-hmm. husbands are there, husbands are helping pick. Then it was like the mom was picking, and it's just it's changed so much the actual moment. But like any plus size of women I've ever been in or heard of, that is literally that fairy tale moment for her, and it's like the sweetest thing. It's yeah. so genuine. I'm and they deserve it. Right now. Yeah, I do. My best friend. So yeah. again, sorry, Leslie, but yeah. my best friend is plus size, and so Justin Alexander, I know him well, and he had a couple of gowns sent in for her to make sure they fit. And I mean, she put it on. I was crying. She was. I literally. Mm-hmm. But it's like that was the first time she didn't have to hide in the back like she didn't want to come yeah. out of the room like the clips didn't fit her it's just it's not the same experience and it's not fair yeah but a lot of stores again only have a big enough budget they can't yeah. do it so it's nice that there's why. now like go here go here you can have the same experience you know so yeah it's changed a lot i think for the better for sure well i just i have to applaud you i mean i know that this is not necessarily what you planned but no. thank god that you did no, we have this is amazing and i wish you all of the best that Mm -hmm. this is here year after year and i you know hope i get to come back next year please always or come to and me christina she's the best she's my i'm right across the state um yes um but this is just it's been such an experience and i'm so glad it's here because i really do think it changes all the salons that Mm -hmm. all of our brides are um going into yes and so thank you for that thank you and thank you, you to all the stores, obviously, and designers. Seriously, sure. it's been a pretty amazing ride, for sure. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be able to share my wedding experiences and expertise with you, and that my co-hosts are so giving of theirs. We truly do want you to have the best time at your wedding, and our hope is that this podcast is helping you to make your engagement time while planning your wedding that much easier. May I ask a favor of you if this is the case? Would you just take a moment to leave a review of this podcast on your listening platform? It helps people just like you to find the podcast and to also find out their answers so they can make decisions. I would also absolutely love for you to give this versus that podcast a shout out on your social media. You can find us at this versus that wedding podcast on Instagram. And if you would like me to help you with a specific question, a wedding decision, please, by all means, ask. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And maybe, just maybe even have you as a wedding guest on a future episode. How fun. Here's to another great wedding.